Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Email questions and complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. I'm Jim, Brendan, Chris. As you're oh, listening yeah. to this, ladies and gentlemen, we're probably at AW, on our way to AW, picking out our excellent clothing to wear to AW, black t-shirts usually. I'm going to wear my Ty Conti gear. Maybe Sammy Guevara tearaway Adidas sweat. She's got a great ass. And your head's all the way up. But uh, since since we're doing this, we had to, believe it or not, we're not doing this live. But um, I hate to pull back the curtain and reveal the Wizard of Oz is just a little old man. So this week we're, uh, we decided we're going to do a little year in review so far. I think it'd be a little fun. Talk about some stuff that we've enjoyed so far this year. We haven't enjoyed. Some of the stuff that we're looking forward to. Some of the stuff we're definitely not looking forward to. So, um, guys, where do you want to start off? Brandon, I'll let you pick. What do you want to start with? Of this small list of things we can talk about. I, I think we should start with uh, Best Wrestler. But first, if I could sneak one thing in. Yes. If this gets posted on next Tuesday, Tuesday night, it's Tuesday the 26th. If you happen to listen to this between Tuesday the 26th and Wednesday night the 27th, we'll be at Lorraine Bar, 19130-1502 Brown Street. Come meet up with us. Have a drink if you're going to the show. That's right. I forgot. Eat something before you go to the show because you're not going to get any food when you get there. Yeah, there's these people uh, will be inhaling all of the food that they bring into the Leacor Center. So. Yes, you won't. I got ice cream last time. I waited in line for an, an hour, I think. Brandon came back with pretzels. No beer. One beer. You guys both turned down mustard, which I was shocked by, and that's how I know you were hungry. I was like, yeah, okay. mustard? I think no. maybe Chris didn't. Jimmy was like, no, just just pure pretzels. Just bread. Give me carbs. Which, <laughs> eat, a dry, eat a dry soft pretzel. It's just... I did. It was warm, though. I'm not going to complain too much. But there you go. Yeah. Reminder. We'll be, uh, <laughs> you want to meet up with us? You want to meet up with us? Crack me up. He's just like. I, I have nothing to add to the pretzel conversation. If you um, want to meet up with us, uh, we're going to do a little pre-show meetup at Lorraine Bar in Philadelphia, 1502 Brown Street, 19130. Uh, we'll be there around 5 o'clock, 5, 530. So swing on by. Can't miss us. Watch us on YouTube if you don't know what we look like. I've got pretty poofy hair right now. I've got some good hair right now. It's, you got a little Kramer going. Got some volume. I'm getting it. I'm getting it cut on Thursday. Not too much though. I'm gonna keep some. Let volume. it go. Let it go. I am. Uh, you know, I got a, I got a significant other who frowns frowns on me looking too ridiculous. So I promise to look ridiculous for the show <sighs> that we go to because she won't pre- be there. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna have some bright colors on so I can be seen on TV. You do me a favor and cancel that cut. Drag it out one more week. <laughs> Um, should I make signs? We gotta make signs too for the show. What should I do? Oh, are you making signs? Should I make signs? Fuck it. Do we have good seats, like signed seats? Sign we're on seats. we're on camera side. I'm not sure exactly where we are camera side. Oh, we, oh, absolutely. We're on hard cam. You can see it's it. Just, I, I mean, the obvious like sucker answer is just three signs: hard, four, wrestling. Mm. But. If we really want to do it, I would just say Miro is a cuck. Miro is a cuck. Okay. That's your suggestion. Miro is a cuck. Okay. Chris, do you have any suggestions? 
Sammy Guevara's mole. Sammy Guevara's mole? Should I draw a picture of him with the mole? Like with hair sticking out of it? Molly, molly, molly? Yes. Molly Russell's wart. Molly, molly. And I'll do uh, Mox Fears Suzu Suzuki. There you go. That's a good that's a good triumvirate. It'll get One, me on two, Joshi three. Twitter. <laughs> Alright, let's get to, let's get talking. Okay, so you want to do best wrestler. So Chris, Brandon, you suggested. So Chris, who do you got as so far as your best wrestler? Um it could be a couple of options. Who are you thinking? So best wrestler was, was these were all kind of hard because we've been kind of flatlining wrestling rot wise. Some mm-hmm. of them were like some of the shows were really good. Oh, just to remind, just sh- real quick, so just do them one at a time and then we'll go back and forth. We'll talk about it. Go ahead. Yeah. So some of the shows are really good. Some of the shows are really bad, but I think it's always, it's been like this, um, kind of just meh going on. Um, so I'm going to go somewhere that I probably never would have went a year ago, but I'll go there now. And uh, the the person that elicits the most response from me when he comes out is John Moxley. Yeah. Uh, I get really excited when I hear Wild Thing. Uh, I really did not give a shit about this dude to begin with. I was never sold on him from his days in WWE to now, but now, like, well, till recently. But in the last, I guess since it was the point in which since he got, came back from wherever he went, Mm-hmm. alcohol he was having issues with alcohol since he came back it's just been you know he's been really he's he's pretty much the only person that's elicited a real response from me other than sting but you know he's kind of a, a novelty at this point so i'm gonna go with john moxley brandon thoughts yeah so uh what i when i think about four months into the year it's uh, oftentimes we don't reflect on this part of the year so I'm going to go with someone that's made the best business decisions for themselves. Uh, I was born in 1993, so to reference who I learned pro wrestling from, Triple H, it's all about the game, baby, and how you play it. Cody Rhodes is going to be my wrestler of the year for the first four months of the year. Oh, shit. Nobody has played the game better than Cody Rhodes to this point. All of a sudden, he's like going to be competing head-to-head with Roman Reigns for the title. So as of April, what are we at, 18th? 19th, 26th, when this gets posted. Yeah, when the hell is this coming up? 26th, I believe. It's currently, I, yes, I haven't it's currently been live in, with the 26th, April 26th. I haven't been more impressed with how things have worked out for any wrestler than Cody Rhodes, if it's all about the game and how you play it. One cool thing about uh, Cody is that he's just like being completely honest in all his interviews and stuff, and he's like, yeah, I kind of boxed myself in a corner when I uh, decided I wasn't going to go after the title and AW, and then I was just getting booed and cheered and booed and cheered and I didn't know where to go and what to do. And now I'm here and now he's in the main event scene. Fucking crazy, dude. He's getting cheered by WWE fans. It's insane. He's getting booed by AW fans. My argument is what could, what has been more interesting? So that's definitely, definitely getting mainstream attention. His moves. Um, best wrestler. I didn't think about any of these. John Moxley was one of them. Um, Let's move on. Uh, next, next, uh, next category. What do you want, Chris? Your choice. Pick a category. What well, let's just go. What the dang heck? You're gonna nah, biggest disappointment. <laughs> biggest disappointment. Go ahead. You can go. Yeah. Um. The all the members of the undisputed era in uh, AEW. Um. 
Adam Cole, don't give a fuck. Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish as a tag team, don't give a fuck. Major players. I mean, they were the top heel faction in, in NXT. Um, they were in, I believe, just about every War Games but one. Or no, were they in every one, but they were baby faces in one? I don't remember. But um, I went from being very high on Adam Cole to really wanting to turn the TV off every time he comes down. A lot of it had to do with, and let's even say this, the biggest disappointment was his decision as a professional to come down to the ring at a fucking pay-per-view as a heel in Halo gear. That was so unbelievably fucking stupid and bad and sunk him completely. Brandon, who you got? What do you got? So I wrote down the same thing. There, There's nothing worse that you can do than make Dementia Vincent Man look smart, and they're both doing it right now. Uh, but uh, that same coin... I'm going to go with Tony Khan to give you an option, Jim. I think the biggest disappointment has been Tony Khan. I think it's been abundantly clear for about, I would call it eight months now, that the next week, big announcement, a new wrestler signed, has been over. That's not drawing viewers anymore. you got to go deeper than that. He refuses to do it. That's a big disappointment. <laughs> yes. To loop back to the time. I got to go with, uh, they signed, t- signed Tony Storm, signed Ruby Soho last year. Uh, AEW's women division. We get, come on. We're getting about 16 minutes of matches and fucking three hours of television. What the fuck are you doing over here? Do I really need to see the Butcher and the Blade every week? Nothing against the Butcher and the Blade. Do I need to see him every week? I don't think so. Does Sammy Guevara need a segment where he's holding cards that have drawn emoji poops on them? What are you doing? Come on. The women's division has got to be better. So it's legit the most disrespected aspect of AEW. I get it. Your fan base doesn't get laid. They don't really know what women look like. So when they see him on TV, they're like, what is this person? And they don't respond for eight minutes. Give them some more time. Get them exposure. Their talent's there now. What should we do next? Brandon, good. Can I add something to that? Yes. You know, in order to get, uh, I heard this put, you know, uh, it was an interesting way of of looking at this. Uh, You think of the greats um, in pro wrestling, right? Let's go, you know, like the most popular people, right? Um, Hulk Hogan. Stone Cold, The Rock, all of these wrestlers at one point in their career were nobodies. Nobody cared about them. Nobody rushed out to see them. They were mid-carters. They were low-carters. They kind of tried to push them. Vern Gagne did with Hulk Hogan. For many years. Mm -hmm. Tried to push him. It didn't get over. Many, many, many years. And when the creative aspect and the talent aspect lined up in the direction in which you finally now are pushing the shit out of these guys and you're giving them a maximum amount of exposure, the reason why fans hook on to them is because they're familiar with them. Even though they're familiar with them as mid-carters, they're guys that you've seen. So there's a legitimacy built behind them. Right. Uh, 
one of the reasons, excuse me, one of the reasons why it's who got booed more than Roman Reigns. And he is fucking huge now. Why? Because they can, he built, it's not because they, Vince forced them down everybody's throat until eventually they, they accepted him. It's because he built up equity by continually being on the television program, continually being involved in storylines that mattered. And then eventually became, you had a familiarity with this character and it built a, um, it built legitimacy. And in order to build legitimacy for the women's division at AEW, you have to put them out there. And a lot of times you're going to put them out there and they're not going to get a fucking reaction. But eventually they will. You can't put them out there for six minutes and everybody goes to the bathroom and then you go, well, that didn't work. Bail on it. Right? And if that's the case, if you're not going to put the effort into it, what the fuck are you paying them for? Right. It just doesn't make any sense in order to you have to establish some sort of relationship, good or bad, with the fans. And in order to do that, you have got to continually put them out there and putting them out there does not mean putting them on a fucking YouTube show that nobody fucking watches. I'm done here. Well, put. well, well Tony's listening. Oh, well, you know, maybe I'll. All right, who gets the next choice? You pick. I'm not picking shit. Chris? All right, I'll pick. Fuck it. Best match. Okay, best match of the year so far. Good. Give me multiple. I don't think anybody can argue with the best match of the year. It involves cattle prods. It involves sparklers. A giant hand. <laughs> Glasses that kept falling off. Mouse traps on a table that probably weren't set. Bowling balls, a foot. What else do we got in there? Giant mouse trap. Giant mouse trap. Slam. Yeah, best match so far this Party year. Party boy. Party boy. Denim Speedos. <laughs> Party boy's ass. The line, Party Boy's ass was just getting over. Yep. Um, yeah, WrestleMania, night two, Knoxville, Sami Zayn. I do not see anything topping that for the entire year. The amount of fucking enjoyment I got from that match that night was out of control. It was so much fun. Kurt, uh, Brandon. You don't think anyone can, but someone is going to. Because I think we would be remiss to not include WrestleMania Night 1, the match that I did not think was going to be a match, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. The reason I'm picking this is because they fucking got me. And if there's nothing I want more from wrestling, and probably one of the things that we subtly complain about every week is that they just refuse to ever even entertain the possibility that they can get you. And if they could, it leaks out on Twitter. At, I think it probably the match probably started about 12:07 a.m. Eastern Time Saturday, Sunday morning midnight Saturday night. I did not think the Stone Cold was going to do a full match. I thought he was going to do this couple things. He's coming out at WrestleMania after he retired before, done his stunners, done his beer things. 
His beer thing. That's that <laughs> deserves done his beer beer tricks, his beer catches, his, his cool beer stuff. Everybody likes cool beer stuff. Mm-hmm. Until the segment started, I was like, "We're getting a fucking match tonight," and crazy. nothing. Sorry to, to the jackass crew. Nothing could get me more excited than this a Stone Cold Steve Austin match. I knew, like, it, it as good as the jackass mo- match was, you knew you were getting jackass stunts. I did not think I was getting Stone Cold Steve Austin suplexed onto the concrete in the fucking crowd <laughs> at WrestleMania. So that's my rebuttal. And one thing we um, didn't talk about when we were talking about WrestleMania, I don't think we mentioned it, was uh, at the end of the whole Pat McAfee segment, he was on the ground on his back pouring beer down his throat and they caught they panned to him and he was just like exhausted laying on the ground and pouring beer down his that was great what a great two nights two segments of two nights that was great if you're going for just pure wrestling though and i think it's something you guys it's gone under your radar zack saber jr versus um uh, what's his name at uh okada over the past weekend was fucking awesome that was um, Probably the best pro wrestling match of the year. Better than anything on January 4th, for sure. Go ahead and check go. that out. All right, Brandon, go ahead, pick one. Okay. Uh, well, we can go right into best show then. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, to me, it's been WrestleMania. Like, it's WrestleMania got me more pumped to get on this podcast than probably anything in the entire time that we're doing it. Uh, it's the same reason. If you can't tell, four months in, I'm very WrestleMania heavy. I pick Cody Rose. I pick Stoney versus Cosmic Kevin Owens. Uh, remember that guy, Cosmic Kev, the old yeah. uh, like radio host? Yeah. <laughs> um, just I yeah I just thought they they as much as I want AEW to do something I thought that for one night they made it abundantly clear that the chasm between them and everybody else and it's not that I I am rooting for WWE but I think that's a good mode I think it's a good thing for everybody so okay Chris so I agree with uh, Brandon but I'm gonna narrow it down to uh, to WrestleMania. I, I, in my head, it was WrestleMania night two. Uh, you know, best show. I'm breaking that into two shows, but night two gave us the Jackass match and the Pat McAfee match, which was another match. It was a lot of fun, and you got Stone Cold in that match. And Vince's, I, Vince's bump. Vince's bump. Um, you know, I mean, it was just you know that that whole thing. So I'm gonna agree with you, and I think it's it's. Uh, I like the fact that, you know, one of the one of the things with receive with AEW and with a lot of you're not knocking these guys off it's not happening yeah don't you know? try i mean don't even try try to be different we talked about this last week um with the episode with samoa joe and the guy with owen hart's head it uh whatever <laughs> samir singh or whatever the guy's name is you know it was so like wow you're now you're doing them and you're going into deep water man this is this you, you don't just try to be different and you know, um, because when you when you try to be the same, you will never be able to pull off what they pulled off in those two nights. Um, to what Brandon was saying before, as soon as I realized that it was still a huge surprise and it still got me really excited. But as soon as I realized that the K- KO show was coming up on night one and it was at the end of the show, I was like, we're going to wrestle a match here. I didn't expect 
it to be what it was. But, you know, I, I just kind of put the pieces together. Didn't take away from it in the least. But uh, I'll give it to night two just because of the sheer ridiculousness of what went on. And I'll be honest with you, I have not been laughed that fucking hard at anything in a long time. So that's my pick. Satnam Singh was his name. His body, Owen Hart's head. Satnam Singh. <laughs> Owen Hart lives forever in our hearts and on Satnam Singh's body. Yeah, if you're talking about going into deep waters, coming for them, that's the move. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the move. We will remember Owen Hart forever by resurrecting his head. <laughs> his um, his thawed head. His fucking wife is like crying at ringside, like this is the greatest gift ever. Fuck you, Vince. He put it in a farm sink for 32 hours until he. <laughs> Until he woke up and asked where his body was. That was when, that was when we elected to execute Sutton's. Oh boy! It'll, hold on when they when they bring him up. It'll this is <laughs> this is what it's gonna do, ladies and gentlemen. The head of Owen Hart. <laughs> yes. I am Owen Hart. There's just the, the curse to eternal life. The eyes are closed. In the floating head. They lift up the body of Satnam Singh with a bunch of like electro cords <laughs> plugged into his back. <laughs> and then you see them connect and the eyes open. And that's what he says. <laughs> did we, yeah, didn't we already see this in the uh, at Madison Square Garden in the four million dollar entrance of PCO, which by the way was fucking cool. But you don't waste that on that dude. Yeah, it was cool, but it was cool as Light shit. Balls. But PCO. yeah, I mean, fucking I think bump man. He's one of the funnier wrestlers. Yeah, he's insane. French Canadian dude that now just jumps off shit. Mm-hmm. Just Lord. throw me onto my. My collarbone. I'm I'm 57 years old. <laughs> Large, well, he's, old French Canadian man. He's one of those guys. Like I look at when I see him, my my body starts hurting. Yeah. Like it's like you look at him, you're like, dude, you must be in so much pain all the time. It's like, no, I'm French Canadian. It doesn't matter. I eat poutine. <laughs> That's him. Oxy Oxycotine. There is a carton. This is not cheese way. No this cheese is not kernels of cheese. No this cheese is not carton. It's ground up painkillers. It's like a little cheese wheel. You put it in the cheese grater on top of your coffee. My, they my, co- it. my career, <laughs> my career is sponsored by Perbu Sakor. His his PCO stands for Percocetto. <laughs> <laughs> Perk set oxy overdose. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best stuff. Oh my god! How do we get on this road? Oh me. Sorry, my neck. Uh, All right, best show. Yes, I agree with both of you. But also the return of New Japan Pro Wrestling and Hyper Battle. That show was awesome. Kushida's coming back. Foreign talents coming over. New Japan's back, baby. We're gonna be talking about this next year. Trust me. I think like if we do this eight months from now, Hyper Battle will, will be a, a lot more notable. But right that's the beauty of catching us on April nineteenth. Yeah, what happens when uh, AW comes to town and I have to work the night before? 
we get to do a, a mid-season mid-season review in April. I guess it's quarterly. And right, this uh, is like, and sorry, sorry to interrupt you. This is like the, the classic WWE season review. Like this is right after Mania is the like that's the restart and end of the year quote yeah. unquote restart. They don't really do a restart, but I, mean, I think Cody's still feuding with Seth Rollins, right? Yeah. WrestleMania backlash is coming up, baby. Is that what the next pay per view is? I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, I don't, it is. I, I don't know. Have you started the watching WWE? Brandon? No, no. Um, I, I've been paying more attention online, but as far as flipping it on the TV, no. I saw uh, Ezekiel I'm interested in. I saw L.A. Knight cut a monster promo on SmackDown. I don't know if you caught that. but I did not. No. The, the guys that I actually like, L.A. Knight is like now a talent agent, mm-hmm. and uh, he cut this like two-and-a-half-minute promo, very like NWA style, but worked very well. It's worth it's worth watching. I think he's been like one of my favorites for a while. He could go somewhere. Uh, and then Elias has now shaved his beard and he's Ezekiel. Yeah, Elias did see that brother and and uh, has been brother. pretty fucking entertaining. Like they just Ezekiel, L.A. Knight guys that are like maybe not the best wrestlers, but classic entertainment. They could get something going here. I, yeah, especially I, I like when the mid cards fun. There's a kid. The there's a kindling. when it stinks. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, what do you got? Who's next? Chris? What am I looking forward to? What are you looking forward to in the rest of the year? Watching stardom. Okay. Yeah. Um, we get Cinderella. The Cinderella (laughs) final is this week. Don't forget your blood slipper. Put on the dress. And you can do whatever you want. That that show should be good. There's a couple of heavy. There's a couple of title matches and stuff on it. Should be good. Good stuff. I think it's when uh, last year we watched the Cinderella final and you guys were pretty hype on it. So should be good. Yep. Yeah, I got a little bit more uh, grasp on what's going on. Um, you know, I, I I don't know who I'm really a fan of yet. I get to pick that out. Mm-hmm. Starlight Kid. It's pretty much one of them, but. You know, uh, looking forward to seeing more, even though it looks like, uh, did you say she was injured? But um, Kyrie, you know, maybe we'll get some special spots and big shows with Kyrie this year. Um, but just like exploring this thing that I hadn't had the chance to really, it's been a little bit difficult me getting into it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Stardom. I'm stoked for it this year. And now, and now that we, I'm, I'm sorry. Let me just Good. add another thing. New Japan as well. Um, just yet, I guess we can say Japan in general. More stardom than anything else. Pretty good. So this is off of a hunch. Uh, I have a, a deep-seated hunch here. If you've been listening to us, this is we're obviously based out of Philly. I, I believe in my hunches. The year that the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl, it was October fifteenth. I watched them play a Thursday night football game, immediately requested off the week after the Super Bowl for work. I'm like, this is this, something different's going on here. So based on this hunch, I'm going to go with CM Punk to be the what I'm most excited for for the rest of the year. I think the excitement about him existing in AEW is over. We've done all of that. He's done his kind of fun with the middle of the card guys that he was interested in wrestling. 
his clock is ticking as everyone else's is. I think he could light this fucking place up the next eight months. Yeah. I'm excited for that too. Um, I'm also looking forward to New Japan announcing who's going to be in the Super Juniors. And eventually we get our G1 Climax in the summer. I'm curious if we get some Western talent in there. They're open. They're letting people in, especially workers. I'm going to be really stoked. If I get some Powerhouse Hobbs in my fucking G1 Climax, I'm going to be stoked. I want to see Powerhouse Hobbs slapping up against fucking Jeff Cobb in one of these matches. That shit would be hype. I'm excited for that. I think, yeah, foreign talent going to Japan. That's what I'm stoked for. I got it, Brandon. What do we got left? Regrets. Yes. Regrets. 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 What are you thinking? Yeah, so same theme here. My biggest regret, probably my one of my biggest regrets of my lifetime, is I probably could have afforded this year and gone down to Dallas and yeah. and seen the end of Stony. My childhood here that my mom would let never let me go to the first Union Center and see because there was too much dang cursing. <laughs> I had one shot and I and I whiffed on it because I, I I got fucking duped, dude. I thought the KO show was the KO show. He would do a couple stunners. That would be it. Had I known. I could have been in row three and had him get dumped onto his head right next to me. That would have been my fucking seat. I guarantee it. <laughs> I mean, to your defense, the prospect of going to Dallas is not ever, it, it's never fun. No. <laughs> Dallas stinks. I'm a so, not in a rush. Yeah. So it's like, that was the big thing with me. The last couple of years was Dallas, right? It, and it was like, I remember after going to New York for WrestleMania, mind you, I, didn't go to New York. I didn't go to WrestleMania, but I spent the whole weekend up there. I had a fucking blast. One of the best weekends I ever had in my life. Just bouncing around New York City and going to wrestling shows, having a beer here and there, and getting Indian food, and you know, going to these vegan restaurants and all the shit that New York, did, you know, New York stuff I was doing, and it was fun. And then you do that, and then the next year was Tampa. I fucking want to go Tampa. Tampa doesn't have public transportation. I gotta get a car in Tampa. No. You're not going to have a guy following you after getting off the subway going, token in the smoke. Token in the smoke. Smoke, token smoke. Get out of my neighborhood. I got a couple get out of my neighborhoods in Brooklyn. I was big, I was very proud of that. It's I good. like that. I like being really? told that. Yeah. Once I was just. Their neighborhood. They went, but it's theirs. Yeah. <laughs> This is the shittiest, shittiest middle-aged white guy thing to say ever. <laughs> yeah, I got this fucking guy who was just like, got my fucking neighborhood or something to my face. And I just looked and I was like, I'm, I'm leaving in about five hours, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> yep, I got that. But, yeah, I mean, like that? your other what options. That comp- What's that? I was going to say, what is that compulsion? I feel like I've done that in my past, too. Like, you move somewhere, and then you just, like, plant your flag. And you're like, everybody that comes after you, you're like, I've been here. What are I've you been doing? Here. I've been here <laughs> that's, all the time. That's me every time I go to a movie theater. Everybody that walks in after me, I'm like, what the fuck did you come here for? I want this whole room to myself. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You don't know playing. You're like, you sitting next to me? Like, you get a whole, get a whole other row over there. What are you saying? <sighs> um, yeah. Back to my point it was like, okay, I went to New York, had a good time, and it was like Tampa. I'm not going to Tampa. And then two years in a row in Dallas. Uh-uh. 
So we should start talking about maybe L.A. LA no, it wasn't. Fun. It wasn't two years. Two Tampas. It was two Tampas. It was two Tampas. Yeah, it was two Tampas yeah. because of the pandemic. One right. year in Dallas. Right. Because then they do the one at the Performance Center, and then the next year was in uh, Raymond James, and then the following year was at AT and T, in Dallas. There you go. Something like that. I have mm-hmm. no idea. It was definitely two Floridas and one I could go to. Right? No, it was no. 2019 was New York. Yeah, 2020 20, didn't happen. 2020 was Performance Center. 2021 was Tampa. 2022 Dallas. 2022 Dallas. Okay. The thing about Dallas, well, they though, do... is... Oh, you know what Sorry. I'm doing? I'm confusing because there was the one with the pirate ship, and I wanted Kyrie Sane to come riding in on the pirate ship. Wait. Right, but I no, think that, that was... No, that was listen, the Bad Bunny one. What's fucking you up is that all of these WrestleManias are two nights. Right. And I think what that's what's fucking you up. It was 20, 2020 was in the Performance Center. No fans. Right? 2021, that's when AJ Styles got buried and then didn't show up on Raw covered in dirt, which I thought was a complete fucking, like, uh, a fucking Two wasted later, opportunity. Covered yeah. in dirt. Covered in dirt. I just and wrestled it. dirty for, like, a month and a half. He yeah, always like, have dirt on him. Yeah. Like Beatrix like Kiddo and fucking mm-hmm. Kill Bill yeah. 2. They could have used that. They didn't. They blew it. But anyway... Uh, and then the following year was in Tampa, two days in Raymond James Stadium, limited capacity. And then last year, this last, this past WrestleMania was in Dallas. Okay, but it's the fact that there's two days, I think, is what's screwing you up. It's right. almost making it feel like they're two years. Right. Because they feel like a fucking nine hour shows each. Right. What so I was going to say, is, though, was that, okay, finish your point. My point was Tampa, Dallas, not great place to go. LA, LA's fun. Good. I was going to say, the thing about Dallas is that whether you hate Dallas or not, Jerry Jones built a building that handles a 90,000 person show very easily. And you see shots from WrestleMania in Tampa or New York or LA and there's, they put big fucking pillars up and ruin the bottom quarter of the seats. And yeah. if, and if you're yeah. guys are anything like me, we're going to be end up in that bottom one fourth of price seats. Cause it's, are there already a thousand dollars to mm-hmm. go? It's like, but there you can actually go see it. It's like, I don't know, man. For that, I would never want to be in Dallas. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. But for that event, it's a pretty good place to see it. Yeah. Chris, regrets. So this is going to be a visual and an auditory thing. Okay, so you got to um, watch on YouTube. Yeah. I'm going to hold up my biggest regret. <laughs> That's Chris purchasing Rick- this cunt's uh, uh, Ric Flair's. Uh, Roots of Fight sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Quite expensive. Great sweatshirt. But this man continues, and I will still wear the shit out of it because Ric Flair as a wrestler is one of my favorite of all time. As a human being, even making mistakes in the past and owning up to them is one thing. Forgiveness is divine. But then he decided he was going to start drinking again and leave his wife, get a divorce. Blue beer. And green beer. He go green drink beer. green beer. And smash his head on a fucking marble table, which is what we assumed happened. And then this past week. Pulled the dusty, but he survived. And then this past week, he fucking was in the ring with Jay Lethal Lethal working out. So there's only a matter of time before he's back, at least somewhere for something. Yeah, he put a video Uh, up saying, oh, you don't think I can do it anymore? Here we go. Woo, yeah, woo. And and afterwards, he was probably. (gasps) 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 I really. uh, I, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a big believer. I'm not a believer at all in karma. 
mm-hmm. um, mysticism, things like that. But I am belie- a believer in not trying not to be a shithead. Mm. Uh, and, you know, people do death pulls. Um, and I wouldn't involve myself in something like that. I think it's shitty to profit off of others' deaths. But if I had one, I would probably put Richard uh, Flair, Fl- Flair, Flair in uh, for my 2022 because this dude is just, you know, it's just like he's gross. He's just fucking. He's just become gross. It's just not. It's like he's the guy that you like you meet and you think he's cool. And then after a while, it's like, you know, you're really not fucking funny. You're disgusting. And uh, that's where I'm at with, there you with, go. with my disappointment. That creep. There's Still you love his wrestling. Dick. You see my dick? Well, you know, I think what put the nail in the coffin was listening. I told you guys two weeks ago, listening to the uh, Nitro book. And he was doing that in the fucking T- TBS soundstage days. So, Ooh, look at my dick. dick. And then Tommy Dreamer defended him. Oh, when you name the nature boy and you got a big dick, you got to expect the guy to pull it out. No. No. There's no, no expectations. No, you don't. No one goes to work and expects dicks to be pushed up against what, what, what do you got going on here? What is this? What's going on here? That's Ric Flair talking. Car Shield. All those ads are gone, by the way. Are they? They yeah, are gone. Car Shield. And then, like, he sees his daughter and he's like, <laughs> crying. Oh. <laughs> I got to see if there's the Car Shield still on YouTube. Oh, I'm sure it's still on YouTube, but it's not fucking. It's I don't see it anymore. We've moved on to uh, Ice T and the guy from the Soul Sonic Force. Yeah, and, right. Oh, it's Ice T. Okay. Car Shield commercials. You got to respect. Oh, he's still got 200, 290 years into your human life. First of all, he's the worst person, worst pro wrestler ever as a human being. Maybe not ever. Grizzly Adams. No, Grizzly Smith. Grizzly Adams. He's one of the worst living people there you go. that I can think of. But, dude, there's something about being 290, slipping on a – busting your head off a granite countertop after 18 Nickelodeon bolts, <laughs> seeing, seeing stars and seeing Dusty Rhodes give you a bionic elbow and waking up and going, I think I got more in the tank. I kind of want to play <laughs> one I of respect. the ads. I want to play one of the <laughs> I want to play one of the ads, but I'm afraid it's going to go right to a YouTube commercial. It's going to go to, um, what's the one we get here? Dr. Oz is a rhino. But, dude, can you imagine being... Never trust a rhino. He's like, yeah, As you play that, play the clip, but as you play the commercial, you guys are in your mid-40s. Imagine another 35 years, and you've you've had 20 beers. Mm Mm-hmm. And you've just cracked your head open being like, I think I got to get back into my fucking prime. That's a that's a lust for life few people will ever experience. That's true. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you get your shield sewn together. No, not at all. I think you gotta unplug your uh, headphones. Woo! 
if they're pulling games. But at the end of the day, it's all about the cup. I don't think it'll it'll come across our recording. That's all that matters. <laughs> Woo! There you go. Anything else to add? Oh, yeah, I have to do actually something about something else about Ric Flair. I want to add. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm supposed to be getting paid to yell about my yogurt. <laughs> Dad, I'm sick of you and you need to get out of here. Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you get the check for the yogurt? <laughs> what the fuck? Is that something I don't know about? What's going on there? From Car Sense. Car Car shield. He's got all sense. This is got new Rick Flair is the gift that keeps on giving you fucking old fucking like young oh god. This probably sounds really good in your headphones, sorry guys. Yeah, yeah. I, listen, I <laughs> Listen, get car shield. You, hopefully you have car shield because you're going to laugh so hard you'll crash your car and then we don't want that to happen. But if you do, you'll have car shield. Yes. Is that Reed? Come here, Reed. I was around four. And I said, let me tell you, I saw his read, he was looking at me, calling me to the light. And I said, <laughs> no. I said, I said, no, I got one more left in me. Woo, one more, woo, one more left in me, read. And I, and I, I threw me on the ground, and I said, ah, it's a buzzer. And he drops the knee on the, reads ghost, but it doesn't do anything. Because he's a ghost. Yeah, it's just some, it's just some intern at the at for the car shield. He just has his arm around him, gripping his neck, giving him advice as if he's Reed Flair for twenty five minutes. You think he's sees him? Sorry, sorry, <laughs> wasn't there for you, son. Woo, yeah, woo. I had to go to work, and your mother was a bitch. It's woo. a small, it's a small Asian woman. He's just grabbing her neck like this. <laughs> Please, Mister 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 Khan, he's doing it again. <laughs> it's Riho. <laughs> Mr. Khan, help. Rick Flair's at it again. Riho, Riho, Riho Flair? Riho Flair, you're leaving. <laughs> Come here. I never wanted you. Your mother made, made me keep you. <laughs> woo, woo. Yeah, fire me a my fire, fire me a my fire, fire me a my fire, fire me a my fire. I think, what do you think, do you think the record with his prank was second? When he's yelling at Eric Fisher, I'm fired me, I'm already fired. Fire me, I'm already fired. Fire me, I'm fired. me, I'm already fired. He was probably, the record in his head was skipping. You're fire me, hurry, hurry, fire me, hurry. First of 23 strokes through during his life. Uh, that's go. the best wrestling podcast you could possibly put that's down. That's it. Hey, tell your friends. You want to listen to Chris? Go on. 
he was absolutely incoherent for the last three minutes. <laughs> Listen, Dave, hey, sorry, bad radio, but I'm just trying. I'm trying to be entertaining. That's great radio. That's great radio. It's the best kind of radio. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, if you want to come hang out with us before AEW next week, or if, if you're listening now, today or tomorrow, come meet us at uh, Lorraine Bar in Philadelphia, 1502 Brown Street, 19130. Come say hi. If you can't miss us, we're funny looking. Hang out. Have a drink. Recommendation for anybody going to the AEW show. Eat before you go. Have a couple beers before you go because you may get one. And hang out with us at Lorraine Bar in Philly. Thanks for joining us this week. Join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. For Brandon and Chris, I am Jim. And we will be back here next week. 